production handoffs, marketing, budgeting, strategic planning, all are massive challenges for most. So if you like the advice you've gotten from this podcast, then you'll love the Master Your Remodeling Business Workshop. You'll get to meet and discuss your challenges with some of the most successful remodelers in the industry, many of which you've heard on this show. Over two days, you'll learn remodeling sales systems that work, improving production efficiency, hiring secrets, strategic planning, and even marketing from yours truly. And because you're a listener, we're giving you $500 off the registration price. Just use promo code PTU8 during checkout. That's Power Tips Unscripted. PTU8 during checkout, and you'll get $500 off. Join us March 7th and 8th here in Baltimore, just eight minutes from BWI Airport, to learn how to master your remodeling business. Visit MasterYourRemodelingBusiness.com to register today. Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we talk to Shauna the Tax Goddess. Today's episode is only for those of you that are sick of paying more than you need in taxes. Shauna is here to provide proven, easy, and legal strategies that you can implement to keep more money in your pocket. And we'll hear all about them in just a minute. You are causing a major disturbance on my time. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? Hi, I'm Victoria Downing, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we talk about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. And I'm here with my co-host, Mark Harari. Howdy ho. Hi, how are you doing over there, Mark? I'm doing great. All the way on the other side of the room. Yeah, well, how's the weather over on your side of the room? Really nice, and it's just a beautiful autumn day over here. It's wonderful over (laughs) here, too. It's such a lovely day. So, you know, we recently had our summit in Phoenix, right? Yep. And one of the speakers talked about taxes. It seems like taxes is, is a hot topic, probably because so many people are making so much money right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it's always a hot topic, even if you're not making money. Do you, how, well, do you, how do you keep money? How do you keep it from the government? Even though we all know we want to pay our fair share, just not anymore. Then we need to, right? <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> so I think this, this is going to be a great topic for today. So shall we dive in? Yes, jump in. Today, we're going to hear from Shauna Weckerling. She's a CPA, a master in taxation. She has a certified tax coach, and she is a certified tax strategist. So if anybody knows taxes, it's Shauna, the tax goddess. She is ranked in the top 1% of all the tax strategists in the United States. The team at Tax Goddess is committed to helping you reduce your tax burden to the bare legal minimum with proven strategies that are guaranteed to save you thousands off your tax bill each year. Welcome, Shauna. Oh, thanks so much for having me. You're talking my favorite subject. I bet. I bet with all that tax stuff, you must have been immersed in this stuff for years. Oh, I'll tell you what. Yeah, let's see. I've been doing it now for almost 24 years. Wow. So just a bit. Yes, I guess so. So look, tell me a little bit about when you're working with small business owners, and I imagine small business owners is your target, right? Mm-hmm. What's one of the top frustrations you hear from them? Well, the biggest one, at least in my industry, is I've gone to my CPA. I've told them I want some tax strategies. I want to do something to keep more of my money. And the answer is, let's put more into a 401k or buy a car. 
and that's it. That's the end of the strategic planning. And there's only so many cars you need after 17 years. You don't need a fleet of cars. There's only so many you need. So, You know, it's interesting because I've had friends who have said their CPA is so sort of meek and mild about trying to reduce taxes. When you hear about some of the billionaires and millionaires out there, and they seem to have people who get how to manage that. What's your philosophy on all that? Absolutely. So from our standpoint, it starts with the aggression scale. So there's a, there's a scale. It's a tax goddess thing from zero to 10. Zero meaning the IRS will never call you, never, ever. 10 meaning we're all going to jail. <laughs> and so it depends on where you are as an individual, right? Some people want to be at a two. You know, I want a couple strategies, but I don't ever want to hear from the IRS. Some people will tell me I want to be a 20. Let them come find me, right? And what I always say is, listen, tax dollars will go to an eight. We're doing everything legal, crossing the T's, dot the I's. You seem very nice, but I'm not going to jail for you, okay? Yeah. Uh, so we're going to go to an eight, right? We're going to push that envelope. But so when you hear a client, when you hear somebody saying, yeah, my CPAs kind of make, they, they never look at strategies, there's really two reasons. One, that CPA might be a level zero on that scale. Or two, they're not specifically trained in strategies. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions that we hear as a CPA. You know, according to Google, there are 660,000 CPAs in the U.S. We all do different things, right? I specialize in tax, but other people do audit or they're a CFO or financial advisory. You know, lots of different things a CPA can do. So if you're looking for tax strategy, you really kind of need to find an expert in what you're searching for. So, I, you know, one of the other comments I've heard often when we've had people coming to talk about reducing taxes is some people get offended and say, I took exception to that. I don't, you know, I don't feel that it's right to try to, you know, cheat. Thoughts? And that, <laughs> absolutely. That really is the first question, right? I am a firm believer. So as a CPA, right, I have a fiduciary duty. I am licensed by the federal government, Right. I'm not going to cheat. We're not doing anything wrong. We're not doing anything illegal, right? But we are going to take every legal option that is available to you. So there's definitely a, a wide variety of individuals along that scale. Some people, I've literally had clients making $5 million a year take home say, no, I don't really want any strategies. I'm good. I feel like my taxes are going to fund public programs or whatever it is, and I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm okay paying tax. And then you get the other end of the scale that says, listen, as you brought up, if the billionaires get 2%, I want 2%. How do we do that? Mm -hmm. Legal, we're not going to jail, but how do I get the 2%? Right. So it really is dependent on that person. So in your experience with small business owners, what are some of the most commonly missed areas of deduction or credit or whatever? Absolutely. So I'm going to give you my top three favorite ones here. So the first one is if you have any children that are older than the age of seven. So according to the IRS court cases, if a child is older than the age of seven, you can actually pay them to work in your business. And the first $18,400, so this is in 2021 rates that we're talking about, $18,400 is completely tax-free. So my favorite example of this, I've got a husband and wife, and they have 10 children. Oh, my God. And they love kids. <laughs> uh, but seven of the 10 are above seven years old. 
So every year they get seven children times 18,400 as a deduction from their business, completely tax-free to the parents, completely tax-free to the kids, and they're setting up all their kids to go through college, have enough cash to buy first cars, put down down payments on houses. There's a significant amount of money that can be transferred using the pay your kids tax. Wow. Jeez, oh, Pete, that seems like, yeah, pretty cool one for sure. Um, there. Okay, so what's another? Okay, I'm doing uh, that oops. one. Yeah, for sure, Mark. You should, right? <laughs> You know, and even if you only have one child, right? $18,000 a year is a chunk of money to be taking out of the business. So but they, they need to really be working for the company though, right? They do need to be working. But this is one of the cool little loopholes on this particular strategy is that you're allowed to pay your children whatever the fair market value rate you would pay to any other professional. So I'll phrase it this way. That same client, uh, one of their children, 14 years old, the kid is better at Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook than their parents are. Right. And to pay an SEO marketing person is $120 an hour. Holy moly. Right. So you've got this 14-year-old kid doing the marketing stuff and they're getting paid $120 an hour up to that 18400 there's lots of jobs. I mean, even the little ones, the seven-year-olds can sweep, they can shred, they can file, they can take out the trash, you know, lots of jobs that can be done by children. Wow. Okay, yeah. cool. Okay. What's another? So, <laughs> number two. Uh, my next favorite one is something called the Augusta rule. Sometimes you hear it called the master's exemption. Now, if anybody knows golf at mm-hmm. all, for our listeners out there, uh, the Augusta tournament, is, or well, the Masters tournament is in Augusta, Georgia. Right. That's where the name of the rule came from. Long story short, senators and congresspeople own homes in that area. They wanted to be able to rent out their homes and pay zero tax on the money that they earned from renting their homes. So the cool thing about the law in the U.S. is that if there's a law for our senators and congresspeople, it is also a law for you as a citizen, which means that you can rent out your home up to 14 days a year and pay zero tax on any money that you earn. Now, right now, a lot of people, I can already see it, you know, to our listeners, it kind of make me a smushy face going, I don't want to rent out my home to strangers. You know, what if they destroy it? I don't want weird people in my house, whatever. Your business is technically considered a separate individual from you, which means your business could rent your space from you for a business meeting, a staff meeting, a networking event. You know, it's, it's got to have a business purpose to it, right? There must be a business reason why your business <laughs> is renting that space, but it can work. So, I love it. If you love it, it's fantastic. <laughs> like so, a, okay, wow. You get to use whatever the fair market value of rent is in your area. So I'll give you a perfect example. I've got a client that lives in North Scottsdale, Arizona. It's a very nice neighborhood in the city. His fair market value of rent, he, he called three hotels, conference centers, and said, well, if I was going to lease out 3,000 square feet, you know, how, how much would that be? What would the price be? $9,000 per event. So 9000 times 14 events a year, that is a deduction to his business and tax-free income to him. It's pretty awesome. Wow. So with that, so obviously if you're uh, self-employed living at home and you're, you're claiming your home as your office, that doesn't work. It's if you have another, another address. Well, so let's talk about that. So you get a choice. You can either take the master's exemption or take home office. 
Ah. So if you live in North Scottsdale and it's going to be $9,000 per event times 14, you're obviously going to take the deduction for master's exemption, right? But the second thing that you should know is this works on any residence that has a bedroom, a bathroom, and a kitchen. So if you have a cabin in the woods, if you have a boat with a bedroom, a bathroom, a kitchen, if you have an RV, bedroom, bathroom, kitchen, if you have a second home that your your parents live in, your, you know, your third home, right, but you're paying all the bills, you're on title, now you have another residence location. So I've got another client that has six different properties that meet the qualifications, bedroom, bathroom, kitchen. In total, he's writing up about $200,000 a year in events Totally legal, totally above board. Only if he's actually doing the events at one of those properties. Correct, correct. And this is the difference between an 8, a 9, and a 10 on our regression scale, okay? <laughs> the 8 is you're doing the events, you have a sign-in sheet, maybe you're taking some pictures, you know, you've got the proof you're doing these events, okay? A 9 is your, air quotes, doing the events, and if the IRS catches you, you'll see what you do. And then the 10 is you're not doing anything, right? But you're taking the right off anyway. Ah. So yeah, you yeah. definitely kind of want to stay in that eight range. Like nobody wants to get called by the IRS, but right. if you do get called, you want that proof. And, you know, I mean, since one of our sort of core values is integrity and ethics throughout our community, <laughs> no God. cheating, man. Take it, do what you got to <laughs> do. All right. So what's what's a third? This is really fascinating because yeah, I had and, no idea. And it's good. I mean, you're, how many times are, are we looking for, okay, well, let's have a Christmas party for the company or we're going to go do this. And we're looking for all these places to do it. You right. Know? right. It's going to be at your house next, Mark. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we're going to have a Christmas party at my house, uh, uh, a St. Patrick's Day party, a President's Day party. <laughs> Now, I want to make sure, Mark, so I'm going to tweak your language just a little bit, right? Because if you're in an audit and you tell the auditor, oh, yeah, it was a party, well, party is not necessarily, I get it, it's for the company, but it's not necessarily a business event, right? Uh, It shouldn't be social. So it should be clients need to come. Or why don't we do our planning meeting? Do the planning meeting. You hit the nail on the head, right? The first part of the event is going to be our annual strategic planning meeting for the month of December. Got it. Yeah. Then people step around and did whatever, but we rented the space for the strategic plan. That's what we did. Right. See, look at that. In in four minutes, Shauna saved me thousands of dollars and saved me from going to jail in, in like four minutes. <laughs> yeah. There you go. We it's like fantastic. it. We like it. I can't wait yeah, to hear yeah. number three. <laughs> Hey folks, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you've likely heard me refer to our Roundtables Peer Group Program. We've had a bunch of our members on the podcast in the past, and I always try to give them a shout out. Now, if you're not familiar with Roundtables, it is the industry's largest peer group program, and we've been hosting them, the peer groups, for over 30 years. We bring together groups of 10 to 12 business owners from non-competing markets to share strategies, to share experiences, to help one another build action plans to drive the results of each of these companies forward in a way that I've never seen before. We know that you can be successful on your own, but by working with roundtables and a group of your motivated peers, you can cut your progress time in half. There's just nothing like it. Why be alone? Why figure this stuff out all by yourself when you can figure it out with a group of people who know exactly how your business works, what your challenges are, and will share how they overcame each of these. 
We'd love to have you join us if you want to learn more about this. Visit our website at remodelersadvantage.com or talk to Steve Wheeler at steve at remodelersadvantage.com and he can give you more information about the program. Seats are limited because they have to be non-competing markets. So call today and get to be part of this incredible community of generous, smart, savvy, motivated remodeling company owners. Well, number three is probably one of the ones that we see missed the most, and it is actually a level zero strategy. Okay, so when I say missed, I mean literally your CPA just didn't even know about it, never brought it up to you, flat out missed. So it's really level zero. This is something called an accountable plan. Now, sounds like a very innocuous term, right? An accountable plan. Sure, I have one of those. Listen, here's the deal. If you don't, number one, actually have a written document that you have an accountable plan and you follow whatever rules you put out in this accountable plan, the IRS will take away your deduction. If they catch it, it's gone. Like that. Okay. So what, what is an accountable plan? How, how does this even apply? Mark, earlier you, were, you brought up the idea of a home office. Okay. If you have an S-Corp, so an 1120S, a partnership, a 1065, or an 1120, which is a C-Corp, okay, if you have any of those three, you must have a written accountable plan to take any expenses that you personally paid on behalf of the company. Well, your home office is something you're personally paying for, right? You pay your mortgage, you pay your power, you pay your water, right? So if you don't have an accountable plan, and your CPA took a home office deduction for you, that, that's bad. The IRS will not be happy about that. Okay, It's a, it's a very easy fix because you just need the one-page document. So that in and of itself just kind of sounds like, okay, Shawna, you're protecting us from the IRS. Thanks. But what's the strategy here? The strategy here is that a lot of people don't realize what kind of expenses can actually go into an accountable plan. All right. So home office is one of the most common personal use of vehicle, right? You're driving your personal vehicle and getting mileage reimbursement, very, your personal cell phone, right? These things are very, very common, but let's look at some of the more uncommon ones. Okay. I've got a client that is a professional speaker. Her image is extremely important, right? How she presents herself on stage is extremely important, which means her hair, her nails, her makeup, her facials, her personal trainer, okay, for her, because that's what she does, this is how she makes her money, oh. it is very important that those are expenses. Well, this particular client that is always my example here, she was spending over $190,000 a year that her CPA never told her was a tax write-off for her. And it's all because they had never looked at, in detail, the accountable plan. Wow. So let's talk about us as builders. Okay. So one of the more common ones is specialty clothing, mm -hmm. right? The steel toe boots is always the example that comes to the front of my mind. The business should absolutely get to take that as an expense. So if your CPA is telling you that clothing doesn't count, well, clothing for your job does. That needs to go on the accountable thing. Wow. Meals with the family. So remember earlier we talked about hiring the kids? If your spouse and your children all work for the company, there might be some meals that you're going out with your family where you're talking business talk over those meals with your staff, your family, that have never been included as a tax deduction on the tax return. Huh. So there's quite a lot when you're looking at your own personal budget 
look for things that are ordinary and necessary for you to do your job, mm -hmm. I bet you anything, you'll find at least a couple thousand dollars in there that really should have gone through the account. Okay, that's really interesting. You know, Shauna, so I know CPAs have to pass the, it's, it's, is it a board? Is it a, you have to pass, okay. Yep, an exam, yep. So how do you become a tax strategist outside of the basic CPA world? You got it, you got it. So, well, I'll, I'll run down my particular qualifications, okay? So as we mentioned earlier, there are 660,000 CPAs, right? They can do all sorts of things. That's according to Google. According to Google, there are also 60,000 masters in taxation. So masters in taxation is kind of a first step to becoming a specialist in tax, okay? So we go from 660,000 down to 60. Thousand. Wow. Now, on top of that, there's two more layers. CTC, Certified Tax Coach. The last time I checked, there were only 607 of those people in the U.S. So specialty, specialty, specialty in tax strategy. Right. And then you've got the top of the top of the top, the CTS, Certified Tax Strategists. We are ranked based on how much money we've saved for our clients. Ah. So it's about, you know, legally, right? No, no bad stuff, but legally money saved for our clients. We're ranked that way. And the organization that ranks, it always makes me smile. They refuse to tell the top three of us. So I'm in the top three. They refuse to tell us who's number one, but I've spoken to the other two. And I'm pretty sure. <laughs> hmm. So, but yes, so that's, that's how you get ranked is by the actual when you get that to that level, right. it's like the actual results that you achieve. Wow. So, yeah. That's really interesting stuff. Jeez, who knew about all that? <laughs> I know. It's like, I, I got to go, I got to start writing off my gym. <laughs> uh, honey, if we can figure out a way to make it work, we will figure out a way to make it work. All right. I, first thing I'm going to do is go Google accountable plan, man. I know. Oh, look at yeah. that. That's Jeez. the first time I heard that. Yeah. So, Considering we have a whole bunch of speakers here. Great example. So, Shauna, I'm curious. You mentioned uh, the speakers, and of course, hey, we got those around here. But um, in general, what types of what, what what type of uh, business owners are, are a good fit for strategic uh, coaching, strategic tax coaching programs? Absolutely, absolutely. So it's a very it's actually a pretty broad spectrum. Uh, we happen to specialize in real estate related anything. We've got about forty percent of our practice in real estate. But we do have a lot of also, I'd call more consultants, right? So a speaker is more of a, a public consultant, right? Here I'm giving this knowledge away. Um, so anybody in that field, actually, you know, doctors, lawyers, uh, chiropractors, anybody who's kind of doing more of this services type thing, that would be a really good fit. Um, the, the biggest thing, and let me be very clear here, it's more about the willingness to, the, the drive, I am upset with how much money I am paying to the government, whether that's 50,000, 100,000, 500,000, you know, the largest deal tax status has ever managed was 112.4 million as far as tax bill. So it's the drive that I'm upset with how much I'm paying and then the desire to actually fix it. Because what I do tell people is, you know, when you're doing a strategic tax coaching plan, you know, our team can build an amazing plan for you, but unfortunately, my magic wand only goes so far. I can't do bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. All of the tasks are done. You actually have to implement the plan, right? So there's that second piece of it to actually want to get it accomplished and get it done. Mm -hmm. 
so so for for our listeners, we've we've got vast majority are, are remodeling business owners, um, some home home builders, and that type of thing. What about and their subcontractors, their electricians and plumbers also. As long as yeah. they own the business, they're all going to be good candidates yeah. for that. And anybody that has a, a 1099 is effectively your own business. Right. Really. Right. right. You're a lone right. electrician and you're getting a 1099 from your GC. Yeah. You own a business, period. Now, there's, without going on a giant tangent, just specifically for your listeners, there are some proposals out there in the world right now. They've been being pushed at and really kind of pecked at for the past couple of years, stating that if you are currently a 1099 and you do not have some sort of entity, so an LLC or an Inc., some sort of entity, uh, the federal government is pushing to make all of those people W-2 employees. Yikes. Which is, yeah, it's called the PRO Act. It's a very big, bad, scary thing in my world, okay, the PRO Act. So if you haven't done any research, go take a look at, go take a look at that. But uh, yeah, if you don't have an LLC or have an Inc. or have some sort of business entity, Go get one because if you become a W two, you get zero deductions. Right. Here's your four hundred one k that you can put into. That's it. You're done. Being a business owner is the biggest loophole in the tax law. That's 100%. that's pen. That's a proposal now. That's not in place. Correct. It's a proposal. They've had that proposal around for about two years now. They've been fighting it, but that is certainly one way that the government is looking at how do we make sure that we're getting all of our social security income. Because if you think about it, if you have a W-2 employee making $80,000, right, you're forced to pay FICA, Medicare, Social Security. If I'm a business owner making $80,000, I can pay my kids, I can do rent events, I can buy a car, I can do this, I can do this. My net that I pay Social Security on might be zero or $1,000. So the government believes that they're missing out on quite a bit of tax by allowing people to be uh, to guys. Wow. So I have two last questions for you. The first question is, it's, okay, it's November, beginning of November here. Is it yes. too late to do anything with you for 2021? Absolutely not. Okay. Right? It's going to be a little bit of a whirlwind. Don't, don't hate me if you call me and I give you 50 million tasks to do, but no, we still have time. <laughs> All right. And the second question is, is it okay we're going to dig deep into your brain and get to know Shauna? We're going into the lightning round. Love it. Are Let's you ready? Yes. And now, here's a Remodeler's Advantage Lightning Round. It's a trap. All right, let's put 60 seconds on the clock. Here we go. What is your favorite business book and why? Four hour work week. It totally uh, improved my entire system. Biggest improvement was using a link to help people schedule so that we're not chasing each other playing phone tag. If you weren't a tax strategist, what do you think you'd be doing? An astrophysicist. That's where I started before I went to tax, and that would be where I would go back to. Uh, there's a lot to unpack on that one. Yeah. <laughs> what are you not very good at? Uh, anything mechanical, I break it. Your room, your desk, or your car? Which would you clean first? My desk. What's your favorite game show? Jeopardy. How would I be able to tell you were having a bad day? <laughs> Keep my emotions hidden if I try. You can see it all over my face, honey. <laughs> In one word, describe your high school self. Oh, perky goth. <laughs> <laughs> 
Perky, that's hyphenated, right? Yes, hyphenated. Perky Yes, sir. Good stuff. Yeah, that's great. Sean, this has been very entertaining. We're going to have to have you on again. Really oh, interesting. No. You know, uh, and, and it, it just it's cool looking at you because we're on Zoom. So it's cool looking at you as we're talking as well because you can feel the passion and the energy coming off of you, which is awesome. So before I let you go, however, I want you to share with our listening audience your five words of wisdom and why they resonate with you. Do or don't, no try. Right? Which, of course, is a slimmed-down version of the very famous and master Yoda himself. I do believe myself to be a tax Jedi, so, of course, fighting for the light side, you all know who the dark side is. <laughs> uh, but, yes, do or do not, there is no try. Uh, really, in my world, it either is or it is not. We either did the tax strategy, did not do the tax strategy, made the cutoff, didn't make the cutoff. It's very black and white one way or the other. All right. That's awesome. Really good stuff. Very informative and very interesting. So thank you so much for being with us, Shauna. We, again, we'll have you back in. Oh, so if anybody wants to hear from you or hear about you or learn more about your company and your service, where should they go? Easiest place to find us is our website, taxgoddess.com. Okay. Taxgoddess.com. We'll put that in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure. Great talking to you, Shauna. Thanks. Wow, she was a live wire, eh? <laughs> Man, that's like just oozing with passion and yeah. excitement. Woo. And if if you're listening in the car, you should have seen her. <laughs> she, yeah. She's she fired was, up. She kept like her the hands. I almost. I mean, she didn't look at all Italian, but she had the whole Italian hand waving, oh, yeah. talking with your hands thing going the whole time. Yeah, that was great. Really, really, lots of fun and so informative. Who the hell knew? Blew my mind. I mean, just those three tips, I was wow. just like my jaw dropped. Wow, that's fantastic and again, information. We don't, we, as far as I'm concerned, we want to pay our fair share. We don't want to cheat anybody. But it's and, not, but see, that's the thing. Not, it's not cheating. No. If, if the rules allow for it, it's not cheating. You're playing within the rules. And that's, that's totally. my thing. I th so for our listeners out there, who, one of the people Victoria was referencing earlier was me because <laughs> I complain. I'm, incessantly. I'm, I'm incessantly. I I'll name some people that have lots of money, people in the media, people in, in, in politics and they have lots of money and they pay less taxes than I and it upsets me to no end. It's like, why do they get, how do they do it? And now I know they have someone like Shauna working for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? It just proves how good she is in what she does. She, because what, what does she do? She looks at the rules and she figures out a way to, to not break the rules, but make sure things are being taken advantage of and what she do she even did that with the five words of wisdom yeah <laughs> it was you know you got to do five words she managed to get that down crammed in to fit the, <laughs> the whole yoda thing do yeah. or do not there's no try all that happy stuff it was right. it was funny that yeah. was good yep good stuff all the way around hope you i hope it was beneficial to our listeners out there you know maybe there should be something to look at yeah now um i gotta go look up accountable written accountable plan no doubt and uh we want to thank Shauna for sharing those three cool tips and and just her exciting personality with us. Right. And we want to thank you for listening week in and week out. I'm Mark Harari. And I'm Victoria Downing. See you next time. This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted, the Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about roundtables 
our world-class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a beautiful day.